0: Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today morning podcast on Wednesday, the 7th of December, 2022. I'm Andy Eubank, and the HAT podcast is brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, proudly serving local farms, families, and agribusiness for over 135 years online there at ffbt.com. Coming up, a preview of our first seminar at the Farm Expo next Tuesday. And the new Ag Economy Barometer is out. Unchanged, but some interesting takeaways. C.J. Miller and I will have the news shortly. Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin has some clouds, then some rain, and late in the week, maybe snow in the Indiana farm forecast. And the markets yesterday mixed only beans higher analysis with Arlen Suderman coming on the Hat Morning Podcast.
1: The land of the free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit FFBT.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. The High Ground Podcast.
2: Everything from energy and fuel. And it's always like clean oil because most of my stuff leaks. Yes. So, yeah, yes. so, yeah. So, yeah. To
1: agriculture. We go from the cute and cuddly phase to the not so cute and cuddly phase. Yeah, you fast. can cuddle with them at 290 pounds. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably against your will, well, I'm guessing. Well, and, well,
3: other things. He calls them all variable costs. That's bull. Ah. <laughs> They're not variable costs. <laughs> I think you meant to say that's <laughs> fertilizer, right? Staying <laughs> on topically. Listen now on all platforms. Indiana-based Intellinaire to help kick off the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo and the top concerns on the minds of farmers across the Midwest. I'm C.J. Miller and this is Hoosier Ag Today. Well, it's all about the future of farming. That's why an Indiana-based ag technology company is helping to kick off the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo next Tuesday morning.
1: Our main focus is on full season monitoring that really monitors every square inch of an enrolled field for the grower throughout
3: the year. And that's Doug Hoberty with IntelliNair, which has its headquarters in Indianapolis. IntelliNair will lead off the expo seminar schedule at 10 a.m. Tuesday, December 13th.
1: What you're going to see on Tuesday is a short demonstration of IntelliNair's newest tool, AgMRI, which is a software platform that enables growers to monitor their fields, get insights into what's going on, good, bad, and stay in front of any issues that may be arising and help them manage their fields to their highest potential.
3: Doug says IntelliNair uses several different methods to get you the information you need to make timely decisions to maximize your yields come harvest time.
1: Primarily in Indiana, we collect from fixed-wing aircraft that take images of fields We also use high-resolution satellite imagery. And in some cases in 2023, we're going to use drone technology as well, or as an optional feature for those farmers who want to take advantage of the ultra-high resolution that a drone will provide so we can get highly accurate stand counts across their fields.
3: Intel and Air will also be a part of the Indiana Ag Career Fair at the Expo Thursday, December 15th.
1: Well, as a company who uses aerial imagery, yes, I guess the sky maybe isn't the limit, but we are growing tremendously. We will have openings for what we call our Insight Center, which is basically our in-house agronomists that help our customers. And we'll also be looking for some interns that will help us with our evaluations and our measurements and enhancing our analytics, there's some field work as well.
3: Once again, check out Intellinaire's Ag MRI software demonstration starting at 10 a.m. Tuesday, December 13th. And it's during the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo, presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment at Grand Park in Westfield. For more information, visit indianafarmexpo.com.
1: Here's your holiday reminder
3: that it's just about time to put out the milk and cookies for my big night. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. Just take a picture of the milk and cookies that you leave out for Santa
0: and post it to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag Santa drinks milk use all your social media and be sure you tag at i
3: along with hashtag santa milk. now let's see those pics with hashtag santa milk. Ho, ho ho! high input costs and rising interest rates are still the top concerns of farmers across the midwest and a eubank reports on the latest survey of farmers as Purdue University's Ag Economy Barometer remains unchanged. James Minter, the
0: barometer's principal investigator and director of Purdue University's Center for Commercial Agriculture, says the November reading of 102 was unchanged from October this
4: year. That was, though, 12 percent lower than it was in November 2021. The index of current conditions was down three points versus last month, but that leaves that index 23 percent lower than it was a year ago. The Future Expectations Index was actually up two points this month compared to a month ago, but that leaves that index 5% below where it was in November of 2021.
0: Farmer sentiment obviously lags one year ago, and producers have concerns about the coming year, too.
4: 42% of the producers in this month's survey chose higher input costs as their top concern, followed by rising interest rates, chosen by 21% of the producers in the survey. And availability of inputs and lower crop or livestock prices, chosen by 14% of the producers in this month's survey.
0: The Farm Capital Investment Index fell back to the record low of 31, first recorded a couple of months ago. Those who said now is a bad time to make large investments in the farm operations were asked why they felt that way.
4: The top choice continues to be the increase in prices for farm machinery and new construction.
0: Just 10% of those surveyed said now is a good time to make large investments. In the new survey, 27% of respondents say they made changes in their operation because of higher energy prices. The changes include 33% who reduced tillage, 24% reduced nitrogen rates and or changed application timing, 11% increased their use of no-till, and 8% said they reduced crop drying. Mintert says the survey indicates the November midterm election outcomes did not have an impact on farmers sentiment there was an impact after the 2016 and 2020 presidential elections. The monthly ag economy barometer is based on input from 400 U.S. agricultural producers during a telephone survey.
3: More at our website. I'm Andy Eubank. And I'm C.J. Miller. Who's your ag today? Timely. Relevant. Credible. Come and see the future at the Indiana Farm Equipment and
0: Technology Expo December 13 through 15, Grand Park Event Center, Westfield, Indiana. See the equipment and inputs you will need in 2023 and the technology you will farm with in 2033. Free admission, free parking, free seminars, and on December 14, free breakfast. The Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo December 13 through 15, Grand Park Event Center, Westfield. Details at IndianaFarmeXPO.com.
2: I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Act today's Indiana Farm Forecast. Taking a look at the setup here across the region, we've got a lot of clouds for your Wednesday. These clouds are an offshoot of a system that still is plaguing areas to our south, Kentucky, Tennessee. Out of the clouds, I won't rule out some spits and sprinkles over the southern part of Indiana today. The rest of us are likely just going to be sitting here and, you know, motoring through. No major issues. Tomorrow, I think, starts with sunshine. High pressure is analyzed to start the day over northern Indiana, southern lower Michigan. Any sunshine will be relatively short-lived, though, as clouds will be building, particularly in the southern Indiana area. We could see rain by mid to late afternoon in southwest Indiana, and then it spreads to the north and east through the balance of your Thursday through the overnight tomorrow night and into and through Friday. Rain can end to snow once we get into the late Friday afternoon time frame. Liquid equivalents out of the two day event right now I'm going to say a quarter to one inch coverage at around 80% of the state. Snow Yeah, again, we could see some accumulations, but I'm not going to get too amped up or worked up about it until we get closer to the event because it comes down to track of low pressure right now. Over the weekend, I think we put together a dry setup. Chilly for sure, but dry for Saturday and Sunday. Monday turns out dry as well with clouds increasing, but then we get rain for Tuesday. The rain then can change to snow as this major system ends on Thursday. Thursday. So we're looking at a significant round of precipitation. The biggest coming Tuesday as rain and then that snow with the wraparound backside setup Wednesday, Thursday can last a while or or maybe we get dry slotted. We'll just have to see. It really comes down to track of low on that one as well. Liquid equivalent I will say right now anywhere from a quarter to one and a half inches. It really comes down to whether there's any thunderstorms embedded in this system as it comes through. Right now it has plenty of moisture. Behind that, we should be mostly dry to finish the week, Friday the 16th into Saturday the 17th, but we will be colder as cold air makes a very big surge into the U.S., making it down into the Deep South and the Southern Plains. I'm meteorologist Ryan Martin.
3: Your operating loan for your farm needs to cover all that could be. That's why Farm Credit Mid-America offers flexible financing options to take care of the day-to-day so you can free up capital to maximize opportunities for your farm. Use our online banking or mobile app to conveniently check funds so you always know how much cash you have on hand and can plan for what's ahead. To find an operating loan that works for you, visit e-farmcredit.com. Subject to credit approval, additional terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender.
0: Only beans move to the high side. This is Who's Your Ag Today's Tuesday Farm Market Review. Brought to you by Seed Genetics Direct, the Eastern Corn Belt's fastest-growing independent seed company. SeedGeneticsDirect.com for pricing and more information. I'm Andy Eubank with final numbers from Tuesday Trade coming up. First market analysis for that. I checked in with Arlen Suderman. Again, a mix of markets to talk about. Primarily liquidation in equities, and commodities crude oil a big down move on tuesday wheat and corn down but bucking the trend is the soybean market a strong day there and it appears some chinese purchases and very solid soybean meal had an impact there
5: yeah we saw overnight the usda announced a sale of uh, basically about a half million metric tons a little over that a little over 18 million bushels of soybeans to China and to unknown destinations, which is also assumed to be China. We estimate that uh, China still needs to buy several million metric tons. We expected them to buy quite a few soybeans from Argentina when it started its Pesos for Soybeans program. Um, But that really hasn't been the case yet. It's bought some new crop soybeans from Argentina uh particularly for may delivery it's brought some brazilian beans uh, for february to april delivery but it's it's bought more old crop u.s soybeans or or current crop new u.s soybeans to kind of fill that gap so that's been a positive in the market overall Uh, at the same time we still have a significant drought going on in argentina which is the world's largest exporter of meal and oil um that may be helping to contribute strength to the meal market although i think there's a lot of uh, algos trading chart signals there as well Kind of maybe artificially elevating the meal market.
0: Liquidation in corn and wheat futures. The higher dollar index a part of that?
5: Uh, it is. We saw the dollar strengthen in the last half of the grain trading day, and that seemed to eventually weigh on corn and wheat. Wheat is particularly sensitive to to the dollar and movement in the dollar. And ironically, we saw crude oil go down and and make those new 11-month lows during that period of time as well. They were able, corn and wheat were able to bounce a little. A little bit really late in the session but that seemed to be more algo traders just kind of squaring their positions the algos tend to be in and out in the same day so as they were shorting the market simply getting out at the end of the day and then providing a little bit of late day strength off of off of the lows but overall chart signals seem to be weighing the most and there's not a fundamental story out there right now that's strong enough to counter that chart selling to prove them wrong so the path of least resistance for those two markets remains lower.
0: What about the Black Sea region where it appears exports are moving slowly, wouldn't that tend to be supportive?
5: Oh, it absolutely would. And I can point out other factors that uh, should generally be supportive as well. But what the market seems to be focused on is U.S. exports. And, and frankly, for wheat and for corn, we probably don't have the bushels to export. Uh, We have to do some rationing because of the size of the crops. And if we were exporting, we'd have to be rationing domestic demand. And the fact that we're exporting exports allows us to sustain our export demand more. We're still going to end up snug on stocks at the end of the year. Uh, And even though exports especially for corn or a small fraction of overall usage that's what the trade is focused on because that's what makes the the weekly headlines
0: we should talk about the meat markets cattle and hogs explain why Pretty significant downward moves on Tuesday, intense selling.
5: I think most intriguing is the hog market, which last week saw this roller coaster or bungee cord effect, uh, trading a $7 trading range and going down sharply and coming back up and finishing the week higher than it started. And now this week it's starting again, kind of like a repeat and uh, doing the same thing again. Um, So a a lot of money flow involved in there. We do see an abundance of meat production in the near term. We're seeing some weakness in the pork product market now because of oversupply of product. And some of that's seasonal because we we tend to slaughter the most hogs in the fourth quarter of the year. Uh, On the cattle side, uh, we're seeing an abundance of meat as well. And over the previous two days, we've seen choice cuts come down roughly $10 per hundred weight. That's a huge decline we tend to see cash prices weaken through the holiday period because of slower slaughter schedules. Um, And I think all that's kind of came together in a market that was near the upper end of historical trading ranges. uh, And the fund selling eventually came in there uh, to, to reflect those concerns. And and that's why we saw weakness pretty much across the board and even feeder cattle struggled to hold any type of gains even with the cheaper feed prices.
0: Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX and StoneX.com. Settlements, December corn on Tuesday down three and a quarter, 6.25 and a half. March also three and a quarter lower, 6.37 and a quarter, but double digit gains in beans. January 14.55 up 17 and a quarter. March 14.61 and a half up 16 and a half cents. 5 Dime down on December and March wheat, December 705 and a half, March 729. The meats, very weak. February live cattle, 153.62, down 220, and February lean hogs, 86.92, down 360. Join us for the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo. It's at Grand Park in Westfield, Indiana, presented by AgriFinancial and Reynolds Farm Equipment on December 13, 14, and 15. A free show with free parking. I'm Andy Bank. Who's your ag today? Timely, relevant, credible.